0: Hello and welcome to this IBR Extra, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report, presented by Advance Iowa, comprehensive solutions for better business. Let's work together. More at AdvanceIowa.com and search for Advance Iowa on LinkedIn and Facebook. I'm Jeff Stein. Data from the second annual Iowa Talent Poll was released on Wednesday, January 18, 2023. The poll is conducted for the Iowa Chamber Alliance, which seeks to find out what working age Iowans find attractive about living here, in an effort to attract new people to add to our labor pool. Dustin Miller is executive director of the Iowa Chamber Alliance and spoke to me from the state capitol during a break from his work as a legislative counsel.
1: Appreciate you having me, Jeff. The Iowa Chamber Alliance is roughly the 15 largest chambers of commerce and economic development corporations across Iowa. 15 different members, so you can imagine, look at the the different population thresholds and, and you'll see those They came together a number of years ago, really around a uh, transportation funding issue, been around about 20 years. And our focus primarily is on economic development. That's really kind of where our niche is. We get pretty heavily involved in economic development policies, incentives, but then also our main priorities being around workforce development and labor, which brings me to you.
0: For two years now, second year in a row, you have conducted, the Alliance has conducted, the Iowa Talent Poll. So tell us what this is and why this was something that was deemed to be important information to have to meet the mission of the Alliance.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to say that we were predictive in what we saw in 2020, but in 2019, we actually changed our priority to move talent attraction, workforce development, as the number one issue in our priorities. And it jumped and leapfrogged a number of things to become the top issue. The reason for that is we represent the 15 largest chambers. Combined, we have about 17,000 members when you add up the memberships of all those. And across the board, across the state, everybody was saying, people, that's just it. More people need to be there, That the jobs are out there, but how do we get people into the state? How do we reintegrate people? So we actually made that our top priority. And that top priority, while very extremely complicated, one of the biggest issues is, is population growth. So we really elevated this to the top of the charts and really try to tackle a very complicated issue. It's not as simple as having more babies in the state of Iowa. It's reintegrating people that are finding affordable and safe options for them to get back into the workforce, moms and dads. It's finding second chances for people where it's appropriate. It's attracting new people into the state we understood that, you know, Iowa has been a slow growth state. In fact, the slowest growth state since 1900, Iowa has that distinction. And, you know, while very challenging and certainly a lot of history behind it, we thought it was a worthy and noble goal to go after to really tackle understanding why talent was important. So it gets to your question about, you know, what the poll is, is We really want to know how Iowans felt, what were the push-pull factors, what are things that might be potential policy changes, priorities that we would advocate for. And honestly, some of the things we found in the first and second year is sometimes it's just local education. I'll tell you, you'll ask the question, you know, what's surprising, what's not surprising. I think the biggest surprising thing we found out there is there's this hue and cry of people, but yet our data comes back and, and you ask people, if you were to leave Iowa, what would be the reason and job opportunities? Well, somewhere there, there's a disconnect. And that might not be a policy gap to fill. That might be a local educational, you know, how do we let people know there are opportunities, there are jobs out there locally. So it's it's multifaceted in this information we get back.
0: So to some degree, when you're talking to people about why would you consider leaving and they say, well, better job opportunity, not being aware that those opportunities are within the boundaries of this state and potentially not very far from where they might be living at the moment.
1: Yeah, and it could be challenging too, Jeff. One of the things we have to look at is, is there a wage discrepancy? Our assumption is if a kid gets out of a four-year degree in Iowa and they say, I want to go to Chicago, that that job is $50,000, but yet they could find a $40,000 job in Iowa and we just have to educate them. We hope that that's the case, but through this and what, what folks are trying to do locally is hopefully that job isn't $60,000 in Chicago and $40,000 here, where the things that are very attractive about here, affordability, small town feel, it really gets washed out if that wage discrepancy is more. And I think we've all since COVID known that, that, you know, there has to be some sort of kind of market reorientation on wages. But these are the things that this data allows us to ask some of those hard questions and take a look at our surrounding states and where people would migrate to to make sure that we're the most attractive state for people to live, work, and play.
0: I suppose to some degree we had the problem prior to some of the upcoming individual income tax reform of the asterisk by the tax rate. And so you could not compare apples to apples. Well, it's the same thing where if we have a lower cost of living, and therefore the necessity for lower salaries. If people don't dig deep enough, they're just going to see salaries are less here than in Minnesota or Illinois or places with large, large metro areas. And if they don't do their due diligence in the absence of education on this end, we lose out on some very good people, and they lose out on opportunities.
1: Yeah, you know, you're fighting All of this is so extremely complicated, right? It's not one single silver bullet that get somebody here. And, you know, I recently went through a Midwest city that I hadn't spent a lot of time in. And I said, man, this is a really nice place. But I had no knowledge of it. And that's typically what you find in kind of the marketing stuff that the Iowa Economic Development Authority is doing and people find out is people don't know us. And we have to get things off the box. And to your point on the income tax, you know, we have to get things that are disincentives because we know we're never going to have oceans and mountains. You can't create those things. So what we have to do is tick off the box of things that might be inhibitors. And to your point, some of this might be education for people to grasp. We score unbelievably high every year in the U.S. News World Report that metric on quality of life, affordability, advancement. To your point, that's a tough thing for a young person with a job to educate themselves and take the time to do that. We have to make it very apparent in our communities that You don't have to leave to find a better job in advance. It's right here.
0: Some 1,200 respondents for the second annual Iowa Talent Poll. The big headline with regard to the good and the big headline toward the area that, shall we say, needs improvement.
1: I'd say the good is what I've said each year we've done this. Our baseline is very enviable of most states. And we have to utilize that in who we target to attract. Cost of living on why Iowa, that question has come back both years as the number one thing. Small town feel. I lived in London. I've lived in Washington, D.C. I'm from Iowa, and I came back. And that small town feel, being able to get somewhere in 20 minutes is a portion of that. And, you know, what we found in each year is Iowa nice is a real thing. The people comes back year after year. So, you know, how do you build upon those things? And I think to your point on the good, one of the things that I think is Iowans, if you haven't lived somewhere else, that comes back as a massive priority is safety. And if you haven't lived somewhere else, you might take that for granted. That our downtowns are typically pretty safe. Our entire state is pretty safe. And I think if you've always lived here, you might take that for granted. So those are the kinds of things that are good. The bad, I would say, is something that we're seeing nationwide this year. I don't think it'd be a shock to you that inflation and cost of living jump to the top of a priority that we didn't see last year. Which, right, that's a nationwide trend that's not necessarily something we can do about it. Outdoor recreation comes back as a positive, but when you, to your point, Jeff, dig into the cross tabs, you find out. For somebody 25 to 35, when you dig into their data, they say, we don't have enough outdoor recreation. And across the board, we don't have enough entertainment opportunities. And I think in this era of social media, those things become more and more important because, you know, I went to the University of Iowa. My roommate was from Chicago. Once a summer, I would go to a Chicago Cubs game with him and i said, man, this is really cool. Well, now people do that and they come back. For me, it was a once in a summer experience for them. They're bombarded with, oh, life must be better in these large metropolitan areas. That's not the case, you know, but how do we make sure that we are providing those opportunities that are people seeing both from an outdoor standpoint and from an entertainment? Because unequivocally, the labor market is changing. It used to be you and your career, me and my career, having a job, be happy, right? And that's just not the way people operate. And so we have to think about all those intangibles around it when we attract people.
0: I think everyone who attended the University of Iowa, I know it was my situation. We all had Illinois roommates. It was just the way it was. And and, uh, to your point, you'd go and experience, but it does come down to how accessible, For me, going back many years, it was great to go to Wrigley Field and see a game once a year, but I don't need it every day. But the expectation Mm -hmm. is higher, isn't it? And I guess that takes us to, we're having this conversation, you're at the state capitol, that's where you do your work. What can this data do from a public policy standpoint to move the needle or make the change that data like this suggests would be helpful for the betterment of our overall economy? That's
1: just it. Is The big portion of this is making sure that we're getting information, data that's supportable. And that's why when we get this data, if anybody asks, we'll give them absolutely everything they want. Because we want to be able to, in good faith, walk to a legislator and say, the number one business issue, and if you ask any of the business associations across the Capitol, the number one issue is people. And every decision you make should focus on how do you get more people to the state and that's really what this is about is making a splash every year talking about what is needed in the state but in the end decisions that are made because it's very easy as you can imagine in a year-to-year budget to budget to get lost in that but i guarantee you every legislator if they went and pulled all of their local neighborhood small town business friends they'd find out getting people is the biggest issue last year we really picked off the box on the income tax side. Now, Iowa moved from a highly complex, high rate system that we're moving in directionally toward the low tax simplified system. That's extremely important because I said to you, I don't know of people who make sole decisions off of tax policy, but it's one thing that isn't an inhibitor anymore. And how do we now then take the next one off the list and make investments to garner more people? Because This is such a highly complex issue where health care plays a factor, housing plays a factor, and there's not one single switch that you can flip, but we know that we're at a competitive disadvantage if we don't grow our state.
0: Dustin Miller, Executive Director of the Iowa Chamber Alliance. We connected via Zoom on Wednesday, January 18, 2023. A portion of the conversation aired in the 160th edition of our weekly program, which aired during the fourth weekend of January 2023. More information on the poll can be found online at iowachamberalliance.com. Again, stopping inflation and the rising cost of living took the top spot in priority for survey respondents. 36% identified inflation and cost of living as their top issue of concern. The Iowa Business Report, radio program and podcast, is presented by Advance Iowa, educating, guiding, advising, and coaching Iowa businesses. Search for Advance Iowa on LinkedIn and Facebook and get more at AdvanceIowa.com. Support for the Iowa Business Report also comes from the Iowa Business Council, a nonpartisan, nonprofit organization working to elevate Iowa's economy through leadership, research, and advocacy. Learn more at iowabusinesscouncil.org. The Iowa Business Report airs on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, with podcasts posted right here, along with additional IBR extras and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.